this is Steve Domenico in the room podcast with Jesse the Widowmaker Mealy, nine and three featherweight women's MMA professional calling in to talk to us about the quarantine, COVID nineteen, what she's been doing to uh, keep busy and uh, how she manages to stay ready. And so, Jesse, thank you so much for coming on. How's everything going? It's going. Um, you know. It is what it is. It's a little, it's a first experience for me, so it's very different. But um, it's one day at a time, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, like I said, we're you know we're kind of all stored away. Gyms have been really, really affected by by this whole quarantine, this whole lockdown. They seem to be some of the last businesses, small businesses that are going to be allowed to open. Just today announced uh, in Connecticut and Rhode Island, gyms won't be allowed to open until basically the end of June. What's your thought on that? And, you know, how have you been coping with it as far as, you know, being an active fighter and rising through the ranks here in the MMA world? Um, it's It's been difficult. Everybody is different. There are some people who they thrive when they're at home and they can do their workouts and they can make their meals because they maybe in the past before this had to go into their offices and, and dra- travel for, for work and for their gym. So maybe for them it's like it's working and they're losing weight and they're keeping – going and then there's some of us that just are like we want to be around other people especially with the like martial arts related athletes um there's only so much i can do my boyfriend is a producer a music producer and he'll play music and i'll do my shadow boxing and my my wrestling shots but i don't have that interaction with another human body of sparring and you know actually feeling their body so it's very um it's very hard in that sense i, I mean i do miss that aspect of it and i really need that aspect of it i feel like <laughs> so that's been really rough for me but um so day, day time. <laughs> so you haven't really been you haven't trained with anyone uh physically uh since since the lockdown uh, like somewhat but not that's i mean there's a couple things just uh, without getting in trouble no, no, go ahead. <laughs> well you know from the perspective of jujitsu um it's very difficult because yeah. you're definitely sweating on people and you're you know there's no way you can like I, I can't even i don't even know if i could wear a mask if someone's already on top of me mounting me and trying to choke me yeah yeah it's not gonna yeah. be possible so yeah so there's some things that uh you know we do want to be cautious because it's not even necessarily me like i might i have no kids you know i could go home but i have a boyfriend and i don't want to get him sick and i don't exactly. want to you know get my parents sick if i see them one day or so it's, it's like kind of very, been very hard um to kind of work with that but i do you know pad work a little bit here and there with my, my one of my coaches um i go on runs i uh we do like sometimes we'll do my friend lives on a lake we'll do different things like by the lake or we're planning on maybe going swimming in the lake in the future i come home to my house and like literally go through the basement and throw all my clothes in the laundry and go right up to shower before i even interact with anyone in the house so um just so, trying to take more precautions that so, I wouldn't have necessarily so it, it's very very real to you and you you are definitely embracing the social distance and, and, and staying, you know, protecting yourself and other people around. So great for you. As far as, um, what you thinking, as far as when you might be able to train with other people, when you may be able to, because, you know, Jesse fights are starting to come up. we got the UFC that just had three cards last week. You are signed to Bellator. You have one fight under them. You had another one scheduled in March that we'll talk about, but, um, I mean, you need to stay ready. I know there are other fighters you know, in the same predicament, not be able to do jujitsu. But when do you think you can actually start, you know, interacting with other fighters and getting that work in that's, you know, desperately needed to stay, you know, you know, top level? I mean, I, I can, I guess in the past, when you think about 
you're only as good as how much you train and how you know how 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 much you work so if other train or other people that i'm fighting are training maybe they have a husband that's in martial arts and they're training every single day and they're working harder than me then that's not going to be good for me i want to make sure that i'm doing just as much as i can but i also have to trust uh, you know my coaches my manager to give me the right advice um if it is in the if it is in the future that i could maybe have one one or two training partners that we could you know work together and make sure everything is very clean and you know, it's just, it's very, it's very iffy, you know, I don't want to, like I said, get anybody else sick. I have training partners who have children and I, and they have uh, some other underlying, like, you know, diseases and things yeah. like that, you know, not diseases, but like they have issues like that. You don't want that. I don't want to put my training partner at risk and then him go and bring something back um, just, you know, just in case. And then the whole cross training thing is also very, uh, very confusing because I train at three, four different gyms. So you're constantly interacting, not only in martial arts, but touching just barbells and other things. Yeah. So that's another thing. Like maybe it's like I only go to one gym and train with one person for, you know, preparation. But I want to be ready. I don't want a Bellator to call me and say, "Hey, are you ready to fight next week?" And yeah. I'm like, I'm not on weight. I, you know, I, I yeah. want to make sure at least the one thing I can do is stay home and focus on my strength and conditioning, my shadow boxing, my personal responsibility on, like, you know, making sure that my martial arts, all the little things, are up to par. And uh, being ready for that call and not being like 20, 30 pounds over, which I've never been 30 pounds over. I don't want to get there. <laughs> well, are you staying? I mean, you have a huge gym. You have a lot of successful fighters coming out of that gym. Underdog, a big MMA gym there with Russell Leak. You got Matt Bissett, who just recaptured the CES featherweight title. You got Johnny, uh, Mr. Nice Guy there. A ton of other young talent coming out of there. How are you keeping uh, you know, up with them, guys? I know... You know, gyms are families, and you you get you you develop bonds there, and you see these people every day. Sometimes you see them longer than you see your family. How are you guys staying in touch, and and are you guys uh kind of picking each other's brain, and and you know just staying as a group? Yeah, I mean, I like I was saying before, I trained at a, a couple different gyms, so there's a lot of these online the Zoom meetings, which um, are great. You know, people are putting them out there. I do work from a computer already all day long, so it's been hard for me to go onto a Zoom meeting and do a workout where I'm already online all day. <laughs> but uh, we've been doing some like Friday night, even just like a happy hour where people talk about what's going on, and it's just uh, little chats with the IMB guys. Um, a lot of the, like I said, the underdog guys, they have their Zoom uh, like up updates of like classes. The kids' classes have been great. I've been seeing a lot of posts about the kids' classes at all the gyms. A couple of my uh, friends also will make food. Even if it we're not together, I might make food. They might make food. And we'll exchange because, you know, it's been hard. Like, even when you order out now, like, and try to get something healthy, it's like, ugh, it's just yeah. hard. You don't know what to do. And being an athlete, sometimes it gets boring. Chicken and broccoli every night is kind of boring. So when someone, even if it's chicken and broccoli that you made, someone else made, I just it just tastes better because someone else made it. So some things like that, you know. Um, even just doing little things like, uh, what I was saying before too, like going on a run maybe with somebody, but like, we're still kind of distanced. We're not like, you know, interacting too much. So that that's been helpful for getting, keeping in touch and at least talking to people, but still, still rough. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now let's, let's talk about your, your, um, your rise to, you know, your Bellator, your contract. Cause I understand you're, you're signed three fights. You already have one under them, but let's talk about the opportunity and finally getting the opportunity to fight for, you know, the big, big guys. Not that CES wasn't, and you have two big wins for them, but what was the feeling like when uh, Bellator came calling and, and you got that big, that first fight with them? Um, it was it was awesome. You know, I, I worked really hard to get here. My, like Coach Chris Smith uh, and then Russell have helped guide me 
to get to this position. And there was times, you know, when I first started fighting like years ago, I was like, why is it like, why isn't Bellator calling me? There's people that are one and no getting the call. So time and place, you know, it was like, I just, I need to keep getting fights under my belt. I need to keep pushing. Um, and the other thing was like the mental training, which I'm also really trying to focus on now being like mentally, uh, training, mentally strong, trying to find like watching footage and trying to like break, break fights down. Like that's, that's all we can really do if we can't like go and spar with people, but we can still break people down and look at that kind of aspect. So that had helped me too. And, uh, just being so diverse and well-rounded in every area of the fights, I was like walking in there. Like I was just ready. People weren't even saying, are you, are you like nervous? It's Bellator. I'm like, it's, Mohican Sun, I've been there with reality. It's the same area. It's the same kind of people. I mean, my like friends and my family, it's yeah. awesome. I've already lost my very first pro fight. I lost in like 12 seconds. I just kind of ran in there too fast. So I'm not even worried about that. So it is what it is. I'm here and I'm ready. So um, I just was very excited to just have my chance. So and I'm in the 145 pound division with Chris Cyborg is in my division. The best of the best are in my division. This is this is where I wanted to be, you know. And what a position they put you in. Your first fight for Bellator, and you're fighting a, a former title challenger and a world champion a grappler, BJJ practitioner there. What, what was that? For, was that uh, uh, more of a, um, a treat, knowing that you were, your first fight, you were going against someone of that caliber? Because, Jess, you've been at it a long time. You fought some really, really tough caliber fighters yourself. You're on a four-fight winning streak. Did it matter who they put in front of you at that point uh, when you got you entered that Bellator cage? You know what? I think it's it's crazy because like a lot of my very first, even my amateur fights, like footage, something broke, something wasn't out there. This didn't happen. All my jujitsu, it's somewhere. But I have fought, you know, world champions in jujitsu in the IBJJF. And I have beat them and it's, it's just, you know, so the, it's all about the stats that people say, but it, for me, it was like the time, all the training that I did, the mental training with Chris, the physical training that I, uh, even with like the pad work and things I've done with Russell, just everything was coming together. So it just didn't, it didn't really matter who they put in front of me. It was, it, you know, I was just going to go in there and give it my all and do my thing. <laughs> awesome. Well, you were scheduled to fight in March, March 13th, uh, Friday the 13th, I do believe. <laughs> it, it was a hell of a week, Jess. I mean, you know, the fights are going, like things were dropping out. Gyms are starting to close. Um, gyms that you would never think of closing your gym. Uh, like we're closing for a couple of weeks. It, all the, What was going through your mind that week? I mean, it seemed like everything was go gonna happen. You know, things were changing by the minute, but it seemed like, you know, we were going to have an event on on Friday night. What was going through your mind that week, getting ready for that that fight and still cutting weight because you had to get the weigh-ins? Yeah, nothing. I, I mean, nothing changed. I did all the same things I would have done um, the same way I would have done if nothing related to COVID-19 was happening in general. I was cutting weight the way I was supposed to. I was making weight the way I was supposed to. I was, you know, doing warming up the way I was supposed to the day of. I got my hair braided the way I was supposed to so I could keep keep, keep it behind me when I was uh, getting in that fight. And I, I even went and got my, my dinner or lunch or whatever before the fight. And that's when it kind of like started to get the whole like text messages from random people like, hey, I think, oh my God, hey. And I'm like, until I hear it from like someone like yeah. Bellator specific person in my face, I'm just going to continue to stay mentally focused and mentally ready. Because that's the biggest thing is I think anybody can really be physically ready, but it's the mental aspect and the mental part that really separates like the best fighters from, um, you know, the ones that are just good enough. So I was just trying to stay there. And then, you know, we got the word and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so it's official now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, it is what it is, and and you talking to you early in the interview, you're very responsible, and and you know you take things that are serious, and 
and and you know you're very responsible with it so i'm sure you realize the 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 real um urgency of the matter for for the fights not to go through um as far as like other fighters there did you i mean i'm i'm sure you guys spent the night or did you go back home that night like what what went on that night when the fights were canceled actually it was, it was interesting um we did spend the night um you know, a lot of people, we were all like pretty disappointed. Um, I think actually me, I saw Leslie Smith in the hotel room and she was like, May, let's do it. And I'm like, I'm down, <laughs> let's do it. Like, well, I'll, I'll be ready for May. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Because I think supposed to be in uh, either San Diego or LA in May in, the in theory. But um, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm still, there's nothing's changing, you know, but um, I think uh, disappointment in a way, like we wanted to fight, but also like you can't be like angry with the with Bellator being responsible to like not let us get sick and let other you know anybody just even yeah. if a person that works there that happens to interact with somebody could be sick from it or get sick from it and and, and pass away or die and we don't want to have that happen so it's it's it was hard to be mad um there was like a fire drill or something in the morning the next day when not it will begin we were down to all, I'm like what is going on here come the here come the locust where's the locust what? I'm like, oh my god <laughs> so, freaking crazy so yeah. You, you spoke about Leslie Smith and, you know, uh, the fight happened later. Well, here we are. You know, we don't know when Bellator is going to reschedule these fights and when you're going to get your next, uh, you know, your next event there. But is this a fight that you think is going to happen, you know, the next matchup for you? Or things or you think things can change with, you know, the timing and everything going on? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, if they were to call me uh, and say, hey, you want to fight Leslie Smith again in, like, July, let's say. When I, I mean, I'm not sure if they're allowed to. Let's say July, June. Yeah. I, I, hundred percent, you know, I don't know if that would change for her. I don't know if she has family or somebody that's sick or she would be sick. And then that's the other thing too, is I'm sure they have to go through a ton of different testing measures and yeah. there's a lot to put in place, but, um, I don't see myself saying no to it. It's not, I like, I, like I said, like it sucks that I can't spar or get in the gym and interact with people. I like that, but I'm not like, if I stopped fighting for like a couple of months, I'm not going to like all of a sudden it suck horribly and like not remember how to fight. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it'll still, you know, keep, like I said, stay mentally strong, keep my, everything I can do, do what I can. And, uh, you know, don't be like super, like get gain a whole bunch of weight. So you're not like weight because that would suck too. <laughs> well, you know, your last four fights, Jess, it doesn't look like you're uh, slowing down at all. It looks like you're getting better and better every fight, especially that last one <laughs> uh, going against a world champion, uh, BJJ fighter there, beating her at her own game. And then, um, you know, also a, a former title challenger. So last thing, Jess, before I let you go, uh, shout outs to whoever wants you, uh, whoever you want to shout out to social media. And uh, I'll give you the last thing you want to say before I let you go. Thank you. Yeah, I want to shout out like everybody who sponsored me. I have a lot of friends and family locally, and I, I know that like my my sister, her uh, husband, Steve, the Petrakas, and and the Fat Bastard Bike Crew. Like you know, they've had a loss recently from somebody who died from COVID. So anybody who has been struggling, um, that's that. If I can do anything, I would like them to please reach out to me so I can help in any any way. Um, even just putting on my social media that they need help, like whatever I can do with that. But all the people that have sponsored me. I'm just really thankful to have them. Even like I said, mainly like the local people who have come out to the fights and supported me. That was really great of them. Um, and then my social media, um, all of my handles have my name in it. I think uh, my Facebook is just uh, Mealy, one um, or MMA for my Facebook page. My Twitter is at jessiemealy and the Instagram is just uh, jessiemealy underscore MMA. So. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Jesse, uh, thanks for checking in with me. Let's do it again as soon as... Uh... You know, we find out when that next uh, that next opportunity comes along, and and we'll talk about it. And hopefully, it's with Leslie again because she is a great competitor. And uh, you take her out, and 
you're looking damn good in, in Bellator's eyes. Yeah, hey, you know, I like I'd love to fight Leslie. I don't, you know, I'd also love to fight anybody and then t send me overseas. That'd be great too because I've never been overseas. So you know, if they want to do that, I'm all for it. I'll I'll get my face mask. There you go. <laughs> She's ready to go. She's ready to go. <laughs>